What's Happening Chums and welcome back to the Game With Chums podcast where I, your host Raw, am joined as always by the man in the cat, Paul. How are you doing, Paul? I'm doing very well, Mr. Ross. Um, yeah, can't complain. If I did, no one really listened, so... Oh, yeah, I'm sure yeah. I care. And no, no one would care. But, um, yeah, how, how, how's yourself, man? Like, Should we talk about what we've been playing? What's yeah, been going on in, in our lives? First uh, off, because we're, we're recording this in the evening again, got myself a beer. Uh, you know, no, it's really, it's really 10 o'clock in the morning. It's 10 o'clock in the morning, man. Don't listen to it. Uh, don't let, don't uh, let that leak out. Uh, so, yeah, what, for, what for have you people, been playing? And yeah, for, and for our audio uh, listeners, he just held up a, a pint of beer. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's like, uh, yeah, that's why I said 7 o'clock in the morning. 7 o'clock in the morning. Um, yeah, I, I've joined you actually at, at seven o'clock in the morning with uh, a refreshing beer myself. Yeah, I'm holding a, a a Kieran glass, but it's not actually Kieran inside. It's actually um, San Miguel. Uh, yeah. I see you're compensating. I've got a really small, skinny glass. And you've got this <laughs> big German mug. Got <laughs> yeah, Stein or whatever it's called. Stein. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what have I been playing? Obviously, I've been playing Apex a lot of Apex. It's my like Apex. my new obsession. I play that <laughs> on my free time, and I also play that for our live stream, which for our, for our Twitch channel. Sorry, and um, it's getting to the point where I'm, I might be playing it a bit too much. I don't want people to think I'm uh, exclusively an Apex uh, streamer because one for one thing, I'm not very good at it. I mean, I just got a victory just a, while I on our, on the live stream I was playing. I was doing before the before we start recording, but uh, so hashtag but I, humble brag, yeah. And that <laughs> I always take a screenshot because I always put it in this group that um, that we're in to show that um, I've got another victory because it's kind of like a competition between me and two other people. Um, <laughs> but yeah, friendly uh, competition, I hope. Friendly, always friendly. But um, yeah, what have I been? What have I been watching? I mean. Not much, like there's not much out. I, I mean, I've, I've been wanting to. What I've been, I stopped watching Attack on Titan. I'm about halfway through season four. Um, I can't like, no spoilers, but Gabby is really annoying. Ah, <laughs> uh, and I like. I think you mentioned it before. Like you said that season four feels a bit different. Obviously, yeah, like it's the a complete like about face. It's the, such the, a weird season. It's like because it's a new animation. St- studio that took over to do the animation it feels slightly it feels like attack on time but doesn't look like how we like how it was in the previous three seasons so that kind of like threw me off and yeah like you start off season four for like the good first five episodes without the main characters mm. so i was just like well when are the main characters are going to get in there this, this is supposed to be attack on time i know they're world building but yeah. um it's kind of like oh we've been stuck in this island and now we're on the outside world and obviously gabby they focused on gabby and asked us like you couldn't think how the worst sort of view point was she a point of view character <laughs> well what main character i think gabby mm-hmm. but um yeah i've been watching watching that and i've been meaning to start watching uh a, a, a show called invincible which is uh on amazon which it's based on a comic, and I remember this comic from years ago. I had a friend at university who um, introduced me to the comic, 
He's like, oh, this comic's really good. And I was like, oh, what is this? And he's like, it's Invincible. I was like, Invincible. But anyway, yeah, that's had an anim- that's had been adapted. Um, good things about it, I've heard. And um, been meaning to watch it. To- I was actually going to watch that today, but I got sidetracked with live streaming. So, yeah. <laughs> Seven hours of Apex. Seven hours of pure Apex. <laughs> um, yeah, but what about yourself? What have you been playing? What have you been doing? What have you been watching? Um, what have I been playing? This. Oh, Near yeah. Replicant. Yeah. Near Replicant. Which is, um, yeah, obviously I went a bit mad and bought the 150 quid edition. Yeah. Um, and I, for the last few years, I've been like keeping track of what I spend on games just out of interest. And until I bought that, I'd spent four quid on games this year. Now I spent 154 quid. So it's kind of jumped up a bit. But the, the original Nier is like one of my favorite games ever certainly of its generation the ps3 360 gen so mm. when they announced they were remaking it i thought all right i'm buying that and i missed out on the black box edition of automata when that came out so i thought i'm getting this one so i've been playing that i'm about 11 12 hours in at the moment uh just got to the baron temple for those of you that are familiar with it and if you want to see an unboxing of that go check out our channel because i did one very very um sleepy unboxing because I was knackered at the time check that mm. out what else have I been playing the old bit of Halo 5 as always always playing a bit of Halo 5 here and there two three mm. times a week and some Final Fantasy 14 because I'm finally starting to catch up to where the story is yeah um, I think I mentioned this before but I played it at launch on PS3 and then I kind of stopped because all the people I was playing with quit and then I restarted it a while ago and I've been playing it kind of on and off. And I'm mm. finally into a decent chunk into Shadowbringers now. Yeah. So we'll, 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 go we'll, into, we'll go into that a bit more and uh, that's going to be part of the main discussion. But, uh, yeah, that's what I've been playing. What have I been watching? A couple of things, actually. Um, I've mentioned this to you before and people are going to hear this and go, what the fuck is wrong with you? But I still haven't seen Endgame. I've seen all the other Marvel films, but not Endgame. So mm-hmm. I started doing like a MCU marathon on Disney Plus um, a couple of weeks back. I'm about halfway through it now. I'm on uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 in like a chronological order watch. Mm-hmm. So I'm watching that. Um, and I started watching Ruby again from the beginning because I, I never got around to season seven and season eight recently finished. So I've just decided to start from season one again a couple of weeks ago, and I'm halfway through season seven now. Mm. Bloody love Ruby, and I wish more people would watch it. That's what I've been playing and watching. That's about it. Cool. Um, So gaming news, as always. What has happened in the world of gaming, Paul? I'll let you crack on while I drink. Well, you're the host, so (laughs) you should... uh... I'll let you finish your beer while you can, uh, <laughs> you can talk. All right. So a couple of things we wanted to talk about. There was a report from Jason Schreier at Bloomberg. When was this? A week ago, maybe? Hmm. Maybe a little over a week ago. Um, talking about how Sony are overly focused on blockbuster games and games that do massive sales and um, sort of dropped the hint, the tidbit that Days Gone 2 is not going to happen, which people um, are a bit upset about, but also dropped the 
bombshell, I guess you want to say, that Sony are remaking The Last of Us, which yeah. is what seven, eight years old. Came out in 2013, still... I think. Yeah. At the end of and 2013. It, and it got a remaster early on the PS4's life. It's still a really good looking game. I played it last year. Um before part two came out because I'd, I'd only played it once on the PS3 so I picked up the PS4 remaster and ran through it again before part two came out it's still a really good looking game mm. does it need a remake? I don't think it needs a remake no no um, I don't know why it needs a remake well, maybe because they know it sells so you know they want to milk that cash cow to I the suppose dirt. I've got the TV show in production as well so I don't know if they're trying to link it into that but then you're going to have I mean the characters in the TV show aren't going to look like the characters in the game imagine it so when the remake like, the remake they remodel the faces on the actors <laughs> on the TV show uh, and then it doesn't work for part uh, two uh, uh, <laughs> someone will play that and then play part two and like who the hell are these people it's like the um, it's just it's not it's actually weird. a remake it's the TV show the video there's a video game tie-in <laughs> the Last of Us video game tie-in. The Last, the last <laughs> TV of Us, show the count. TV show, the show, video. Yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, the, the story was that there's a support group within Sony. That support group, that sounds like they experienced trauma or something. There's visual arts support group, I think they're called. And um, they sort of help out with technical stuff across all Sony studios. And some of the people there wanted to branch out and make their own game. So I think they were, they just, they started making a prototype of the remake just as, just to kind of show to the higher ups and say, look, we can do this. And then they apparently took it off them and gave it to Naughty Dog. <laughs> no, well, Naughty Dog is the, like, the, um, it's the golden child of um, Sony Studios. They are, but do you want them remaking their own game from one generation ago, or do you want them making something new? I'd rather have them making something new. Well, what have they made new? They've, it's all been sequels at the moment, isn't it? Like well, yeah, for the last decade um, and a bit. Yeah. They haven't made but, a new yeah. IP. Well, speaking of a new uh, IP, wasn't there a new IP that got rele- uh, released from Sony Studios? From one of their studios? Was it Re- Returnal? Oh, Returnal. Yeah, yeah. that's... From Housemark, they're not a studio. They're not a Sony-owned studio, but they've oh. worked with them a lot in the past. So it's they're basically it's, second party. It's like a. But I, I assume they got exclusive exclusivity exclusivity over the the, the 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 IP. Yeah, they've done that with quite a number of Housemark's games. Uh, their games have been like really smaller stuff, like Resogun, which came out of the launch of the PS4. This is their first kind of full-fledged big title. Mm. It seems to have done really well in reviews, so it looks like it's a good one. But yeah. it's 70 quid, which is mental. Yeah, and I can't play it. I don't own a PS5. <laughs> it's like no one can no one can still like, still get their hands on a PS5. So um Mad. yeah. Like, I, don't I know, look every like, now and then, but mm. it's just um, anything. They 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 did re- the the sales of PS5 did really good, but a lot of people are saying that how many of them are actually owned by consumers and not scalpers. So you obviously, you know, like that's why there's a, such a massive shortage because uh, scalpers are buying it in bulk and you know selling it on for higher profits. Um, yeah, well, I mean, you'd have to look on eBay to see how many there are in there, but I would guess there probably aren't that many. I reckon they probably are getting snapped up. Yeah, 
pretty much as soon as they get put up for sale. Yeah. I think they've I think they said they shipped around about eight million so far. That's good. Yeah. Good numbers. Yeah. I'm just waiting for the redesign. I'm waiting for the redesign. I want a slim version. I don't want that fucking behemoth of a like uh, (laughs) of a piece of plastic here like in my in my room. I I, I I do hate I do hate the design, but I must say someone on the Discord that I'm on recently bought those Deeb brand black plates. Mm-hmm. You know, you can like pop off the white plates on the side of it and replace mm. them. And in black, or in all black, it does look a lot better. Still, I don't think mm. it looks great, but it looks much better. Yeah. So I think if I were, if I did manage to get one, I'd probably buy some of those. I remember, like, uh, that was a 360 thing, did that? You could pop the face pull off the face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember the headphone, it was like wood effect. I'm like, who wants uh, that? Uh, Maybe like someone that owned an Atari back in the back in the 90s, really, 90s. You can't really customize the, uh, the, the the Series X, unfortunately. There's no, mm. it's very just like a block of uh, plastic. Can't really do much with it. It should it's give itself well to like custom, like limited edition designs and stuff, as though, because there's just it's a lot of just space there. Mm-hmm. Design stuff on, I guess. Yeah, yeah. That was the oh. uh, Naughty Dog Sony news. Um, something else that came out in the last two, three days, I think, maybe even more recent. Microsoft have announced that they're slashing their cut on the Microsoft Store from thirty to twelve percent. Thirty percent is pretty much the industry standard. Like Xbox does it, PlayStation does it, Nintendo, Steam. Um, do Nintendo do that? Yeah, <laughs> they do. They have like they on what on their first party games. No, on everything, anything that's sold on Nintendo, they take thirty percent cut on it. Oh, thirty percent cut. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. I thought you meant reduction. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, you never get a reduction on anything like, Nintendo. Do you know? <laughs> yeah, but no, like any. That's typically where platform holders make their money. They get they like they'll take thirty percent on basically every transaction done through right. their store. Well, that's where most of the money in being a platform holder is comes from all that licensing costs. So Epic, or kind of the first to start this, is one of their sort of competitive advantages on Epic Game Store is cutting the take, cutting their cut down to 12%. Mm. And um, Microsoft seemed to be following suit on the oh, Microsoft shit. Store. Oh, shit. Um, and we're back. Sorry about the quick cut there. Bit of a mishap. But uh, where were we talking about the um, yeah the Microsoft Store cut they're yeah. doing? Yeah, um, I just, just like to say it, it was more. I had I had to get the shopping home delivered, <laughs> so and it came an hour early. It came, it came in early, so yeah, sorry. <laughs> but yeah, Epic Game Store were the first one to do the twelve percent cut um, to try and entice people to their store. And um, obviously, with ten cent money in their pocket, they could kind of afford to take a bit of a loss leader approach. But I suppose Microsoft got Microsoft money, so they can do it too. So they're hoping this will get more stuff onto the Windows Store. The Windows Store is still a bit barren, and people don't really want to use it. But they're supposedly completely rebuilding the store as well, which would be very much needed. But um, some documents have come out just today, I think. From the Epic, 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 and Apple launch, I think it's actually starting tomorrow. And um, apparently, Microsoft are 
thinking about doing the same thing on the console store as well. So okay. taking a lesser cut there. And I think it seems to be from the discussion I've seen that their idea is we'll give you a lower, well, we'll take less of your profits, 12% versus 30%, but you have to tie that into the streaming rights. So obviously they're using it to like bolster up the xCloud service, which is a pretty smart approach, really. It's kind of a you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours kind of deal, I suppose. But um, yeah, obviously not everything that's on Game Pass is on xCloud at the moment. And I think they want to rectify that because obviously they want to sell the service on mobile and on smart TVs and any connected device, probably be able to play it on the screens in your car soon. And um, if they don't have a full catalog there, it's a bit of a deterrent to them offering it that widely. So I think that's probably what they're doing there. Cool. So any other stories come to mind for you? Um, I think? No. Did, uh, Microsoft, like, uh, again, looking for it to buy another studio. Then wasn't there, like, rumours of them, who they're going to buy? There was rumours. It, it, was, it was blowing up on Twitter, like, a week or two ago. Can't remember like like Microsoft were are going to acquire another another studio. I know they were going to try and get Discord, but that didn't work. Mm. But there was another studio that there was a rumor that they were after. Do, can you remember off the top of your head? There was one. You you, you do know? Remember? Oh, is it a Japanese one? I know there's one? been some talk around. Um, is it American? Was it a Western one? The Polish studio that's doing Dying Light too. I can't remember what they're called, but there was some chatter around that. And the studio themselves came out and said, no, this isn't. It wasn't Square Enix, was it? Um, There was some chat about that recently. Um, I don't think it was specifically said it was Microsoft. I think someone sort of leaked that someone was interested in Square Enix. So Phil Phil Spencer (laughs) with the big wad of money just going around (laughs) like that. (laughs) Just kicks the door in of the studio exec. Okay, we want your goddamn studio. Name your price. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Phil, no, please. (laughs) I think it likely was Microsoft. So I reckon they're probably just they're probably just bringing up everyone at the moment. Going, yeah, can we buy? Okay, never mind. But they did try and buy Square Enix like twenty years back or something around the time of the OG Xbox, and they were in like final negotiations for it. Mm. And apparently, like in the final meeting to sign the documents, the then CEO of Square stood up and said, oh, we have a, our lawyer has an announcement to make. And the lawyer stood up and said, we want double. And then they just went, oh, fuck this. So they were like hair's breadth from buying them in the past. So it wouldn't be surprising if they were going to try and do it again. Personally, I don't know if it'd be a great fit because they are like one of the bigger Japanese publishers and Xbox just doesn't really have so the main topic of today's podcast is multiplayer games, games we enjoy playing with chums, because we are the game chums. So let's talk about chum games. Does that work? Doesn't really work, does it? Well, so the, the topic was initially <laughs> I'm great at this hosting. The topic was initially gonna be like games that have gotten you through lockdown, but then we kind of realized that we both play a lot of multiplayer games at the moment so let's talk about that instead so yeah we modified uh, the title it was going to be about 
games that helped us through the, the pandemic. But we, we let's be a bit more broad. We want to be a bit more broad because um, obviously we play games online. I mean, that's what we're going to discuss. Um, so, so why don't you kick us off? Because you have mentioned what you've been playing of late. Um, yeah, obviously, like with the with the Twitch channel, I I, I play a lot of uh, Apex and Among Us with our friends. Uh, but I do play that outside of um, streaming. I, I play some say I think too much Apex. That's sort of my new thing now. Where I just it's good just to play for a few hours and just don't have to think really. The only thing is you just loot and shoot. It's not got no deep story. To, well, there is like a story, but I don't really care about it. I just like to care just just to get into a get match, get into a death match, and just play. So it's good to, to sort of switch off your brain. You don't have to worry too much about it. But the story... Okay, you're kind of blowing my mind now. There's a story in Apex? There is a story in Apex. Is this like how there's a story in Fortnite? Um, yeah, but it's all, to- it's all told sort of not in-game. In you know, like all the characters have some sort of interpersonal relationship with each other, but... Um, they have like comic digital comics and stuff that sort of ties it in. Like that's the, the backstories between the characters and the world. Oh, right. so um, basically kind of similar to Overwatch. Yeah, pretty similar to how that's done in obviously on trailers, game new like season trailers and stuff. They introduce a new character or a new mechanic or something. And that's sort of like a story trailer. Um yeah, so I've been playing that. Obviously, I've been playing um, Among Us. Um which is which is really good fun. It's one of those games that um, it's another one of those games where you can um, sort of. Uh, it's not what I want to say. Like there's a certain way of playing it. I mean, everyone has a. It's a bit like poker. If you you know, like everyone sort of has their tails, and we all sort of catch on to that now. So we all have to have to modify the way we play because, say, like for example. Um, I used to like messing with people like close the doors and people picked up on that so they would go well there's a lot of doors being closed I think Paul's the killer and I was just like oh it ain't me like and obviously like I could defend Someone's myself my yeah but normally like I would then have to re- sort of sort of um, re- read sort of uh, rethink your strategy rethink my strategy and my gameplay style Obviously, I couldn't do that anymore because everyone sort of knew it was that's how I like to play. Um, so yeah, that's that's and it's a, it's a really good laugh. I mean, like, um, I I enjoy I enjoy play. It can be stressful sometimes, like like when you're the when you're the killer. But um, to be honest, like, I always hated being the killer, but now I kind of like being the killer because I like outsmarting everyone. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry. Again, very like having some technical issues today on this podcast. So we're gonna, yeah. What was I? What was I talking about? I was talking about You're talking about us. how it can be stressful being the imposter. And no, I, I like being the imposter. It's um, I like outsmarting everyone. When you get that win, it's it's <laughs> so sweet. Especially when you fall, you like everyone. They sort of like, oh, I can't believe you. You, you it was you. And I was like, ha, ha, ha. it's me. <laughs> I outsmarted everyone. Um, and I'll do it in real life too. I'll do it in real life. But yeah, like other games to play, it's like Dead by Daylight. Oh, no. Play, yeah, play there. It's mostly like 
Yeah, it's a lot of thing, games with friends. Like um, I used to play the Knights of the Knights of Republic, the Old Republic, the on uh, the MMO. I haven't played that in about three years. So I wasn't really with people. Or you just I thought you were just soloing. I, I solo that, but um, yeah, I solo that. I I would never. I would. I was very anti sort of playing online with people. It's only recently that I like to play online with other people. Um, because I I, mm. I always like like to play like single player games on my own. I, I never really. That's why I never really got into like online sort of multi um, multiplayer games. Say like playing Halo online or something like that. Or yeah, what was I saying? Never yeah, really got into Halo. Never really got into like the whole online gaming sort of uh, culture. I mean, I know you. Are you going to talk about this in a minute? I know you like played a lot of online games, um, but for me, it was always more of like I like to sort of play like on my own and play like single player story games. Like I was like very into like RPGs and stuff like that. So it's more my thing. But yeah, I could see. That. I, I do like the fact, especially during this where we're all being locked down, and the only way you can sort of interact with other, another human beings by like you know playing online games like with your friends so or a really choppy zoom call or a, a very choppy zoom call yeah yeah <laughs> so like what about uh, yourself I, I kind of was the same i kind of came to multiplayer online stuff fairly late really um mm. like halo i love my halo as everyone should know by now but I only ever played Halo 1 and 2 multiplayer in like System Link or split screen because mm. um, I just didn't have, well, I didn't have broadband at the time when Halo 2 came out. So there would have been no point subscribing to Xbox Live anyway. And then when Halo 3 came out, I played a bit of online, but it was mostly about the single player. And I was kind of the same as you. I mostly played single player story games, RPGs and stuff and like FPS campaigns. And um, the first time I played Halo online was the Halo 3 beta, which if you remember, came with Crackdown. And it was like, I'd never played, I'd never played a game online at that point, which was what, 2006, 2007? I can't remember when Crackdown came out now. Um, But I was so excited for Halo 3. I was like, okay, I guess I'll play the multiplayer beta. So I played a little bit of that and found I quite liked it. So then Halo 3 and Halo Reach were kind of when I really started getting into online multiplayer. And then um, I pretty much played those, like, no microphone, not talking to anyone or anything. It was, might as well have been like a single-player game against bots, really, for all I knew, because I wasn't talking to anyone. And it wasn't until the MCC came out in 2014 that I actually started playing it with people. And I was posting on Eurogamer a lot at the time, and there was a decent little Halo community on there, and they play Halo every Monday. So I joined in with that, and seven years later, I'm still playing with them on a Monday. So every Monday, I play a bit of Halo 5 with some Eurogamer people. And... um, Name yeah, drop in there. Of... Look at you playing with Eurogamer people. I mean, it's just forumites. It's not like the Eurogamer staff or anything. No. Uh, just like a group of us on Eurogamer. 
It's not with any any of the um, video people who run the YouTube uh, channel. Uh, none of the staff, no. None of the staff, no. But, um, but yeah, that was kind of the first time I think I played. Actually, that's not true because I played Final Fantasy fourteen came out in 2013 and me and Dan were playing that. So I guess, guess you could count that as my first kind of playing a game online with people yeah. game. And again, I'm still playing Final Fantasy fourteen today, as I mentioned earlier. Yeah. Um, what What do you enjoy about online gaming? Let's 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 talk about that. Like, were you what, kind what you of, do? you sort of almost. Well, it sounded like you were going to touch on this earlier, but you kind uh. of seemed to change your mind. But it mm. does kind of you can kind of just turn your brain off a little bit. Yeah. Um, like I say, I've been playing near Replicant since. When did that come out last? A little over a week ago it came out. So I've been playing it most most evenings, an hour or two on it. Um, but the last couple of nights, you know, I've, I've had a couple of beers because it's the weekend and I'm like, I don't want to think. I'd just play some Halo. So like Friday night and yesterday night, I just played Halo instead because I don't have to sit there and like look at quest logs or farm items or anything like that. I just, put halo on and shoot people in the yeah. face for an hour yeah which it lets you yeah i wouldn't say relax because it can be seriously frustrating like no game makes me rage like halo 5 does <laughs> when a one-on-one doesn't go my way or something and i feel like i'm i feel like i've been aggrieved in some way i get very very angry so i wouldn't call it relaxing at times mm. but it you don't really have to think beyond like mm. where am i gonna go where where are the bad guys likely to be what weapon have I got? So it is just kind of turn your brain off kind of gaming, I guess. It's just a lot more accessible in that sense because you're playing an RPG, you know you're going to have you're going to have to put an, at least an hour aside. You're probably going to flick through your quest log and see what you mm-hmm. what you're going to do next. Um, you might have to think about something because <laughs> you can't be bothered to think about. And it's just, it's, yeah, it's just kind of turn your brain off fun. Um, Final Fantasy fourteen is different because when you're doing like group content, you do have to think and you have to constantly be aware of what's going on, um, especially in some of like the higher higher end um, grouped content, which is quite tricky. And you, just, you can't you can't just kind of switch your brain off and just play on autopilot you have to be constantly aware of it so that's a bit different that i kind of that is partly i don't know that there's a there's an element of challenge to both halo and final fantasy 14 because like the grouped content in halo in final fantasy 14 can be quite challenging and it feels good to complete like a dungeon or a trial or or a raid knowing you sort of nailed the mechanics and stuff and you have you um, was good have you, and everything have you made um like i've heard a lot of people say that like playing online they they sort of make friends have you sort of made any like like, like not like say like have you made yeah have you made any like friends i know you don't have to meet with them in you haven't obviously probably haven't met them in real life but have you made any sort of like yeah, have you made like friends? <laughs> have you made friends? <laughs> God damn it, <laughs> Jesus! Are you likable? Are you are you yeah. sociable? 
Yeah. Have you... Yeah. I mean, like the people I play Halo with, because I've been playing with them pretty much every week for seven years. Like some of them I would call friends, and um, a couple of them I have met. And um, the friend that I play Final Fantasy fourteen with mainly, I've met. Mm-hmm. You've met him, in fact. I was at the, um, the time when, the, when we went to get burgers into that burger, yeah. uh, that burger that festival. burger event, yeah. Yeah, yeah he was, was... that was the first time I met him, actually. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and a, another friend I played Final Fantasy fourteen with that doesn't play it anymore. I've met him a couple of times. Dan? Um, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I've met Dan once or twice. Yeah. I, yeah, it was very anticlimactic, wasn't it, when you when you meet Dan? Dan. It's like, uh, <laughs> Yeah. Ah. Anyway. Yeah. Sorry, Karen. But yeah, I've I've met I'd, I'd say I've made some friends in online games, and I've met a few of them yeah. a handful of times. And yeah, a couple of them I'd call decent mates. Yeah. I mean, um, but it's not like people I've just. It's not like people used to talk about like back in the Halo Two days where they'd like everyone would be talking in a lobby and then people would become friends and they're like, Oh, he's my best man at my wedding now and stuff like that. I haven't, uh, I haven't made any friends just through like playing uh, like random I, chatting in a game. I don't know why you're a delight. Well, I mean, when I play Halo, I'm not on mic unless I'm playing with friends. So uh, <laughs> I wouldn't talk to any randoms. but the people that I'm, I would say I'm friends with through games are who the people that were on Eurogamer anyway, like they've all, that's kind of the common thread is they're all on the Eurogamer forum anyway. So you kind of talk on there and you go, hey, we should play some games together. And then it kind of goes from there. Mm. There's not really any sort of like random, oh, I spoke to this person in a Halo lobby and now they're my friend stuff. Because I'm a bit too antisocial for that, I think. Friend. What about oh, you? Friend. Have you made uh, any new friends? Um, have I made friends? Uh, what I say for their friends? Uh, wow! Obviously, like I'm the people, the people we play, like uh, I play Among Us with. I know, obviously, I know three of them in real life. Like you know, so they're already friends. Um, the, the other people I, I met there, they they're, they're good people. Like, <laughs> like would I would I say they're good I, people? But would I call them friends? Well, would you though? Like. You would call them would you call them acquaintances? It's like well friends, friend, yeah, mates get like friends get thrown around. So that's a term that gets thrown around quite a lot. But um, like uh, I would, was this, I want to. I just bet. I wish I had a. I was better at describing things. Like <laughs> they, they could be. You they see could be friends as closer. Closer, yeah. I have a handful of friends that I would say were really good, good, good friends. Like um, that, you know, I've known for years, and I would like you, you trust them and you're comfortable around them. That's what I say is is good friends. Like when you're like comfortable in their in their presence, so you don't feel awkward and you have to make bullshit conversation and stuff like that. You can just sort of you can sit, not sit in silence, but if it's silent, yeah, I like, like you don't have to like make conversation all the time but um yeah they 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 the the people i play with they they they're good the yeah i would i would probably they there's a potential of them to become like really good friends uh, i would like to meet them with this the talk of everyone meeting in real life um but obviously like the pandemic's still going and i haven't had my vaccine shots yet so 
there's no point of risking that just yet, just to just to just to meet them and then possibly give them corona or they give me coronavirus. <laughs> and then you know, so um but yeah, the, I, I do I never really understood the 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 that sort of side of video game culture was like playing online. It's more predominant now than it was when it first came about. It was very you know in its early phases, like in so like 360 generation and PS3 generation is very early. I think that's the thing, like people are really grown up with it at this mm. point, whereas you and me mm. were like in our sort of mid to late teens, really, when it really took off anyway, or mm-hmm. even into our 20s. Mm. If you kind of like count where it took off as like the 360 generation, we would have been in our early 20s then. So it's kind of, it's something I guess we kind of adapted to a bit, but weren't really brought up in it like a lot of kids and younger people are yeah, today. They kind kids, of kids, kids are Kids they, are playing Fortnite on their phone. Yeah. I mean, no, the Discord was actually is made was made for like for for online gaming. So that's like become such a big thing. Like, like Discord itself was invented so people can play and talk to talk online while they video games. Use Teamspeak, not Teams. Like yeah, Teamspeak or any any of that crap. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's um, but like. Now that I play more online and with friends, and I, I I quite enjoy it. Like, like I remember when Sea of Thieves come out, like people were saying, "What what's the game about?" It had no sort of story. You it's just you just go, you just sail around, you just like people. I honestly, people, a lot of people thought that it's, it's an online thing, it's an online game, and they'll get. He was getting quite a lot of criticism. Some of it was fair because it, it was kind of bare bones, but it was always a game that was going to grow. Like they were always going to add content with it. That's what they said. It wasn't that the base game wasn't how it was going to be for the rest of its life. It was always the online experience. Uh, but people love that game. I mean, I play it from time. We play it from time to time when we have the t- chance. Um, we're not really into it, but I've watched a lot of people stream it. And um, the community there is very strong. It's uh, back again. Technical issues. Cool. Let's go. Roars. <laughs> So one, one thing I did want to ask actually before we wrap up is are there any multiplayer games that you used to play a lot that you don't play anymore and that you maybe miss but just don't bother to go back to for whatever reason? Um any no. Like I said, I, I don't I didn't play any online games. I didn't really play I don't play Halo online, so I can't really say that. Mm. Um I can't think of any to be honest. I'm like I said, I'm very I was very anti playing with other people and playing online. And it's sort of a new thing for me, and that's why I, I quite like it. Like um so I can't really think of anything off the top of my head that I used to play that I miss. I mean like I take it, was there something that you used to play and you miss? I played a lot of the first Titanfall when it first came out. Um and I kind of miss it. Oh, but actually, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry to cut you off. Yeah, PUBG. Remember playing it? We played that a lot. Yeah. And do I miss it? Uh, I suppose Apex has kind of superseded it for you now. Yeah, because Apex is just a better game. It's, mm. I played a ton of Overwatch. I say a ton, probably about 100 hours, which is kind of a lot, but also the people that play it a lot is nothing. But I haven't played it since Moira came out, which was a 
long time ago. I think her name was Moira. Um, and I do miss it, but I also just don't want to go back to it at all. So I'm mm. kind of hoping Overwatch 2 comes out at some point and I can kind of get in on the ground floor again because I think mm. the game has changed too much since I last played it. Uh, there's this guy on YouTube called Stylosa that does Overwatch videos. And he put a short video out earlier and he was like, can you believe all this stuff used to be in Overwatch? And I watched it. I was like, half of that I thought was still in the game. Apparently it's not. Mm. So it's like It might be a completely different game now. I'm like, yeah. I loved it. And um, I would like to play it back. I don't know if you can actually see. I've got a little Diva Funko pop up there. I used to love Overwatch, but it's been ages since I played it. But I think we are going to wrap this up before it gets any more, more messy because it's been a podcast of technical issues today. Very, and, um, very much so. all on Paul to try something watchable so I don't envy him that but um, yeah thanks for watching and listening if you're on the audio version and um, do let us know in the comments below games brought you into the multiplayer sphere what stuff you mm. love playing online whether you've met friends online and speaking of friends I was thinking about this the other day Paul you and I have known each other 20 years now fucking hell a long and time that we are getting yeah on. yeah but, old yeah. as shit <laughs> mm. but again thanks for watching check out all mm. the other stuff on our channel we've got a couple of mm. things going on check out our twitch to see paul playing apex and we will see you back here on the next episode of the podcast in a couple of weeks so until yeah. then bye bye bye